Hello, and welcome to Q&A Quest episode 142. I'm your host, Mike Apps, aka Wilson, with me as always. 100 over the meaning of life, Amber Master, David of Bernie. And your man in Japan, Gaijin Minogatari. And, uh, yeah, last episode went up a little late, as in the day of this recording, for reasons that aren't relevant. Uh... <laughs> Please, please, tell us all about your mysterious bout of turkey wine. Yes, yeah, much much turkey, turkey was consumed, wine. and the uh, the tryptophan um, made me play lots of Slay the Spire, and um, uh, I'm pretty I sure forgot. tryptophan does not actually work like that. <laughs> now, now it may have been the mushrooms that you stuffed the turkey with. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on the kind of mushrooms. Um, exactly. That's the implication <laughs> here, yes. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, As you would have to be pretty high to want to slay the spire again. <laughs> At least it's not dark spire. True. <laughs> uh, Remember that game? I don't think anyone does. Uh, I think Phil does. We should bring him on sometime and ask him about it. That does sound like something Phil would know about. But I don't think there's anyone, like, craving discussion of Darkspire in 2019. Probably not. It is, however, ten years old. Clearly ripe for a backtrack. We should send that, Phil. I wonder if they've already done a backtrack. <laughs> a backtrack where no one has played the game. <laughs> where we go back in time and delete this game from existence. Or just from your computer. That <laughs> uh, shouldn't be on your computer anyway. Don't copy that floppy. And I was reminded, don't copy that floppy today. <laughs> Everyone go listen to that again. Even if you listened to it recently, you've probably forgotten how funny it is. <laughs> There's a sequel rap to Don't Copy That Floppy, by the way. Also, heartily recommended. Pardon me while I give my uh, Saga 1 characters... Uh, very in-depth and uh, fascinating and special names. Gal, dude. Can't believe none of these are named wolves. This is a nice fan translation, though. <laughs> Bro. Q. Yeah, that, yeah, that's me running out of ideas for stupid things. I like that because you could have just kept going with this like weird like non-standard pronouns option and you just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when are we getting to questions? Oh, uh, yes, Never. questions. Uh blah 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 blah. blah. See Platy M3 says, "Don't know if you did uh one last week, so don't want to spoil this on an old episode." Read. Uh, why are the saga series named what they are in English? Why romancing? Why Scarlet Grace? 
Why well, he, he missed the missed the very start where it was like, why led why Final Fantasy Legend? <laughs> yeah, In which well, case, that that's completely one. branding. Yeah. That was was like, well, we don't want to confuse people with multiple RPG series. They're all Final Fantasy now. That Man, people no. know Final Fantasy, they will buy Final Fantasy, hopefully, we hope, please. Uh, now I'm just imagining if they had brought over Square's Tom Sawyer but rebranded it Final Fantasy. That would be weird. Final Fantasy Tom Sawyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that feels like the logical extension after Tom yeah. Sawyer abroad. Yeah, but, well, as for the actual question, romancing in this case is probably referring to the original word meaning of the word romance, which is like the origin of, of modern novels. Adventure, um, Knights yeah. of the Round Table, that kind of thing. That is almost definitely the meaning that they were going with here. Yeah, you sometimes find that like a word will have filtered into another language, in this case Japanese, before its meaning has shifted among popular consciousness in English. So. Oh, no, I mean, this came into Japanese well after yeah, the popular yeah. consciousness had shifted by about eight centuries, but um, it's still... It's like I'm thinking they just wanted they were just going through a thesaurus and found the word. Yeah. Like Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, that one that was more of a typo there, but yeah. No, no, that was apparently a thesaurus. <laughs> they got they somehow used a thesaurus to get from stubborn to donkey. So. Oh, okay, that part. Okay, I can almost, I thought it was supposed to be Monkey Kong though. No, no, it was supposed to be Donkey Kong. I found a. I heard. I was listening to a podcast that discussed that one of my favorite uh, Donkey Kong bootlegs is, in fact, a uh, licensed game and not a bootleg. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, Crazy Kong was apparently licensed. It's mentioned in court filings uh, <laughs> as being an officially licensed product. It's called Crazy Kong because it's a conversion kit for the arcade game Crazy Climber. So that's okay. fun. <laughs> Interesting. Sadly, Monkey well, Donkey is not licensed. <laughs> well, um, as for Scarlet Grace, Scar- um, the uh, the Japanese symbol for Scarlet has a very important place in the overall world building of the game. Hmm. And so they wanted, apparently they just wanted to reflect the importance of that color in the name of the game itself. Hmm. And they probably just chose Grace because of a translation that they liked. Yeah, I mean, good luck trans. That makes me wonder how they've gone about uh, translating <sighs> translating that, given that it's coming out here uh, it, a couple hours it after recording. Yeah, uh, it's it's not downloadable on the eShop yet, so a couple hours uh, after. I am <laughs> constantly refreshing the page, even though I know it's futile. Wait, well, it's, uh, so it says December third, and you guys have at least an hour before it's December third. Uh, it's said December second. Well, um, our website is saying December third. Yeah, the the Nintendo page earlier today was saying December second, which so that leads me to believe, hey, maybe it'll be up at midnight. Maybe. <laughs> I know it's already out in Australia because I've seen uh, some people like were streaming it and putting up screenshots. Well, I mean, so. Australia is depending on where you are in Australia, that's like an hour ahead of me. So it's not fair. It's not fair. Give it oh, well. to me now. But yeah, yes. I, I feel like a lot of these end up being they saw a word they liked. Yeah, and it's Trump not even the weirdest choice of names, to be honest. Yeah. 
I like Romancing Saga. I think it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a really cool name. I remember I mean, seeing something about that in a magazine back in the day, being really fascinated. Yeah. Just based I mean, on I, the name. I mean, even Unlimited Saga was a pretty good name. It just wasn't a particularly good game. Yeah. I mean, that, that one I can also see the argument for calling it Unlimited Saga. It is saga without any limits placed on its ability to be off-putting so <laughs> yes <laughs> hey that game could be pretty good as long as you put in the study to figure out what the heck is going on which uh, is not easy <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i mean there is a must read faq on game facts that is like novel length <laughs> I mean, like, I was reminiscing earlier today that me and Wheels have been friends for about a decade now, and I remembered just recently, oh yeah, one of the first things we did was both try, just take a stab at, Roma, at Unlimited Saga trying to work out how it worked. <laughs> uh, I remember trying to figure out the magic system watching some tutorial video that I think it was multiple There's parts. Like, yeah, no, there's a there's a series of YouTube tutorial videos that attempt to explain what the hell is going on with that system. <laughs> yeah. That, thankfully, um, I think somebody else somewhere on Discord asked what, um, or asked how we would convince them to buy it. Yeah. I'm thinking it is, it's complicated in interesting ways. It makes sure that each battle actually requires some thought instead of spamming A to win. Final Fantasy. And um, <laughs> it is not so complicated that you can never actually figure out what you're doing. Except um, Unlimited Saga. <laughs> um, so unlike Unlimited Saga in this case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think this is Lowell Whoops specifically asking about Scarlet Grace. Uh, let's see. That would make sense. Uh, yeah. Oh man. It is weird how rapid fire that they staggered these. I don't. I haven't gotten around to really playing *Romancing Saga* three. Yeah, me neither. Just, just like, like they decided they wanted that to have a worldwide release, and then *Scarlet Grace's* localization just finished up at a specific time. Well, it, was, it was like that, and then it's like brand new Pokemon, and the same freaking week, it's like... Mm. Yeah, and so, Wheels is dead. Yeah, I want I want to dig into Romancing Saga 3, but a new shiny Pokemon game is a lot easier to jump into than... And yes, granted an old SNES game I really want to play and learn to play, but still, it's... It's shiny Pokemon, man! Come on. As long as Wheels isn't going shiny. Yeah. Well, this is why I'm kind of like super excited for Saga Scarlet Grace because it's an actual like new saga that doesn't you know require me uh, bashing my head against old systems and stuff. You know. To, to look out the at game it, get the like, hang of it. Not having played it, but to look at it, Scarlet Grace is also. Not iterating upon, but perhaps coming partly from the same place as Unlimited, where they, where Kawazu seems to have looked at the genre and tried to strip it down to base parts again. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it, people generally seem to like Scarlet Grace more than Unlimited, so it'll be interesting to see how how that goes over. I mean, that's not a high bar, but yeah, that's yeah. not a high bar, but. 
it's it remains a weird game. <laughs> also, I love that you can run out of punch. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so imagine bad. punching so hard that you needed to buy a new fist. <laughs> That's the future. The future is now. I know this game too damn well. Let's see. I know you too well to like you anymore. Okay. Um, let's uh, also hit this other one that thought EM3, uh, who seems to be in a very saga mood, uh, brought up wax poetic about how much I love Romancing Saga 2 since I really enjoyed Legend of Legacy, loved Alliance Alive, and found FF2 a fun game. Welcome. I mean, you're, Welcome. you're perfectly primed. Have... You are this game's target audience. Yeah. Um, even more, um, Romancing Saga 2 is the game where the developers realize that, hey, if we just make it so that there's never a game over when you die, it's just you have to make a new party, we can throw as much challenge at you as we want. <laughs> Everything's a new adventure. It's like rolling a new character when you die in D&D. The story just keeps yep. going. <laughs> yep. So it's, I mean, the writing does not hold up at all because it is an early 90s, um, slightly non-linear RPG with minimal central plot line. Um, so, um, I think the scenario is going to be pretty good, Same time, considering though. some of the other games that you mentioned that you like, this is not going to be much of a problem. I think, I think the scenario design in Romancing Saga 2 can be pretty strong, though. I mean, like, playing... Oh, yeah. Playing it for the first time, like getting to that uh, like kingdom uh, succession squabble was like not something I expected out of video games from that era. So. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The the civil war that has three different outcomes. Yeah, like that. That is still a crazy thing to think was in a Super Nintendo RPG. <laughs> including the one, including the bit where if you accidentally step outside the kingdom then it automatically shifts to bad ending. And then you which have you to still can work around. The main castle. Yeah, which you still can work around. You've just locked yourself into having to do a lot of work to get what you want. Yes. Mm. Yep. On the plus side, that giant um, you have a small but very useful chance of learning the evasion technique for Grand Slam against important. <laughs> so um, if you've already basically failed the good ending of the scenario, you can just keep throwing yourself at that guy over and over and hopefully learn it, and it will be much more useful later on. <laughs> <sighs> yep. But yeah, no. Romantic Saga 2 is fascinating, and holds up pretty well given what it is. So I think there, there should be no problems here. It's available on like I mean, it's every a, device uh, too. It's, it's like a twenty-five-year-old game, and it just it works very well for a twenty-five-year-old game. Yeah. 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 Um, One of the things I do like, though, is just that, like, Romancing Saga 1, 2, 3, Scarlet Grace, like, you could, rec like, it's a franchise 
that is different enough that you could recommend all of them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is uh, not always the case. <laughs> Heck, you could recommend uh, Legend of Legacy and Alliance Alive for different reasons. All those games are yeah. pretty Yeah, oh, very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh man so uh, I guess this might actually just be a public service announcement do you have any uh, you've played some Scarlet Grace right uh, Gaijin Um, I've gotten to the final boss that's enough to be able to say do you have any recommendations for new players for um the well, I mean, the magic system's not going to make a lot of sense at first, so just accept that. Um, Tradition. <laughs> yeah. Um, generally, somewhere around the middle, you're going to be hitting a massive level um, level difficulty hump, which is again normal for the series. So there's a couple um, there's a couple mines in one of the more central provinces that you can just keep hitting over and over again. Um, this is useful because the easiest one of the three gives you a lot of water-based materials, elemental materials, and you're going to need a lot of those for the mid-game um, equipment upgrades. So, um, sin- and since it's pretty easy to just curb stomp that battle over and over again, um, and generally have passive hit point gains and learn new stuff as well, yeah. Um, it's that's a good strategy to go to if you're having trouble continuing at any given point. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, pretty much all battles are given a rating of easy, dif- easy, moderate, difficult, or the very rare, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so you usually have a good idea of what you're getting into, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. And um, what else? Don't be afraid to vary up the weapons on your characters, because um, the the attack learning system makes it more difficult to learn new stuff the more abilities that you have on that specific weapon type. Hmm. So if you just switch over to something new, you're going to be having to build up your skill levels a bit, but you'll be learning new abilities pretty quickly, which is always a nice thrill. And also, if you learn specific combinations of attacks on that character's skill list, then they then they can um, gain a roll, R-O-L-E, roll, that they, you can equip on them. And it will, like, it will boost certain stats, or um, there's one that you can get if you have the paralyzing attacks for bow and rapier. Mm. If you get both of those skills, then you can learn and maybe something else, then you can learn a role that basically makes you immune to a paralysis. Nice. Yeah. That was worth switching some characters around. Um, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Eh, good to be starting off with, anyway. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you will generally start off, ev- um, whichever character you start with, you will probably have five characters, five or six characters to play around with, but um, any character that is benched and not in the active party will regain life points at one point for every two battles. Nice. Hmm. Oh, that's actually really nice. A lot of time there. 
How recoverable yeah, so, are life points um, is a very variable point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And since this is about the only way to regain life points, um, uh, you will pro- um, probably be feeling a little desperate by the time you get to the point where you actually have ten party members to completely swap out parties occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, oh yeah, most of the battles have like secondary goals that you can do to um, get extra materials. This is usually worth it, if possible. Sometimes it relies on a lot of luck to get to pull it off. I've been very happy about pulling off a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's things like um, all battles in a sequence played with ju- with an all male party or all female party, or change your change your party's formation for every battle in the sequence, or make sure that note that everybody's using different weapons. Hmm. So, and again, you can see these before you actually start the battle, and, and um, you can change um, all of your party things before then. Nice. Surprisingly open about that system. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of saga ahead of me, don't I? (laughs) Saga, 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 saga. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um... We have any more questions in Discord? I see Wheels about to have a fight. Uh, <laughs> Quit thinking you're a robot! Uh, I'll show you. Looks like, uh, looks like we're about tapped for Discord questions. Do we want to leave yeah. in this with anything we've been playing? <laughs> sure. Well, I... I finally gave up on my replay of Maple Story 3DS. Ah, just as just the the pyramid level is just too annoying. Mm. Very very heavy platforming, mm. and if you miss a spot, then you are likely to fall all the way back down to the bottom. <laughs> Wonderful. And since I have managed to gain two levels and make pro- make significant progress towards three different achievements that involve killing things with specific abilities over and over and over again, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I don't have to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. I beat it already once. I That's understandable. That's understandable. So instead, I put in Shonen White Comic RPG, which is going to be very interesting. Yeah, no guesses, just based on that title. <laughs> um, it what? is a massive, insane crossover RPG plot involving literally every single major Shonen Sunday magazine manga series for a good 30 years. Yeah, Shonen Sunday, I know that name. I don't know what all they have hold of in terms of their... I'm not quite sure which ones you would recognize. Eh, try me. Um, let's see, Karakuri Circus. Heard about um, it. Nope, um, let's see. Uh, 
how would you even translate this one into English? Um, History's strongest disciple, Kenichi. Yep, heard of heard, heard of that one. Yeah, he's one of the first guys that you get. Um, uh, Zetsubo Sensei. Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, here's a here's a good one. Um, early on, you run, you find the Hinata Sol um, dormitory from mm-hmm. Love Hina. Yeah, yeah, I was and, thinking this sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, oh, only only the the main character for that manga is there he um ever he's just kind of taking care of the place while everyone's on vacation but he you can use it as an inn mm-hmm. and um there is a small comment made about um the lovely ladies at the hinata so occasionally doing services for things and the protagonist is like oh really what kind and zetsubo sensei specifically says i am sorry but since this game is rated for all ages we are not allowed to offer that kind of service <laughs> You know what? That's funny, and it also sounds like that's about sensei. <laughs> yes. And then there's, um, there are at least two different, or at least three different cases where two different manga from the same artist will probably coexist in this mm-hmm. game. And there's already been one case where somebody got called out for same face. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at, like, I couldn't find this particular game, but I'm looking at a different game that seems to be using similar licenses because it seems to be one of the million and one generic crossover fighters that you can find if you go looking. What is Uh, it? This one, Sunday vs. Magazine Shiketsu Chojo Daikasen, which was a PSP Mm. crossover fighting game by Konami. Mm. I'm curious... says that the characters come from Weekly Shonen Sunday and Weekly Shonen Magazine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide whether I like how many of these I would expect to be showing up elsewhere because like some of these I care about a lot because they're things like Ashtono Joe and Tiger Mask, but um, so we already have Ashtono Joe and Hajime no Ippo Hell showing yeah. up on this. Um, yeah. So, Maybe Tiger Mask if I get lucky. <laughs> Tiger Mask is going to be in there at some point. Yes, uh, it's just it's a really ridiculously long list. I'm pretty sure that if I ever get around to reviewing this, the very first picture I'm going to be putting up is not going to be a screenshot. It's going to be a photograph of the copyrights page. That makes sense. Because I am not kidding. There are 85 names on this page. <laughs> it, it there is nothing else on the page of the manual except copyrights for different manga artists. Oh my god. And again, oh, at least three of these guys have multiple series in this game. Oh man, I just saw two two names on this list that I really hope show up in this RPG because they they're really fun to see in a fighting game. Which ones? I, the the first one I would that that seems like it could show up in an RPG is Devil Man. But the mm-hmm. second one is Mekazawa from Cromarty High School. So I would like to see a Cromarty Possibly. character. Let me Possibly. know if you meet a Cromarty character. Um, when was it published? Uh, Cromarty was like early to mid ops, I think. Okay, so as long as it's before 2008 or so, it's probably in there. Yeah. Since this was oh, released man. in 2009, it needed some time. But yeah, Cromart- like um, it's like okay, how about this one? Do you know um, Ghost Sweeper Migami? Yes, Migami? I have heard of that one. Yeah, well, right now we've got Reiko and Tadao both in the game. 
Nice. And when I mean Tadao is the is like the stereotypical perv character of for Jason Mikami. So when he first shows up, the main character and his not girlfriend are yeah. checking to see if he's okay because he's just collapsed on the ground and he decides to do his usual make a play, and the protagonist slams just smacks him so hard that the next thing you know you see him face first in a nearby brick wall. <laughs> Always good. And his, and the not girlfriend is like, why did you do that? Oh, poor guy. And then he tries it again, and she smacks him into the wall, and she's like, <laughs> why did I do that? Um, um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It just it also, keeps, keeps getting cr- nuttier and nuttier and nuttier. That does remind me, uh, you sound like you haven't read Cromarty? Or seen no. it? I, no, I think it's something you would dig. You should go look it up. From Artie High School. Yeah, very, very absurd comedy. Well, we already have a very large, round, uh, talking chicken. Yeah, yeah, no, that would fit in with uh, that would fit in with Cromarty. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, nothing like this so, f- or I don't think at least not so far. Um, well, you'll know if you meet Freddie Mercury or a gorilla in. Uh, or Mekazawa. Any of those will probably be recognizable instantly, even if you don't know what they're from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Cromartie's one of my favorite uh, comedy, manga, and anime. So. Let's see. <sighs> but. Yeah, so that that sounds like it could potentially be very uh, amusing just in terms of depth of crossover, so keep me posted on that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, it's not necessarily deep on the crossover, it's just very broad. Yeah, I, I guess that's what I mean, like just how much they can pull in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at the very start, before the game really even starts, um, the main character is confronted by... Edegawa Conan and Shinda and um, oh Kindaichi, mm. boy detective, mm. and so he's trying to explain to his again not girlfriend exactly who these two are, and she's like, "He says Kindaichi, he, that doesn't look anything like him," and he's like, "You're thinking of the TV show, not the manga." <laughs> <laughs> and okay, she's like, oh, there's a manga, and but by... <laughs> yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's oh wheels. Yes. Scarlet Grace is up. Yes, 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 yes. And it has a and it's twenty percent off. Sweet. So for those within the sound of my voice, uh, that is twenty-four bucks. Oh, I'm sorry, I should probably talk about what I've been playing and not what I'm about to play soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I've been... So, Slay the Spire is an indie game that's been around for, I think, quite a while. I haven't the foggiest idea why I ignored it, because it is a deck-building roguelike dungeon crawler, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. I don't, I don't know. What game was this again? It's called Slay the Spire. 
Oh, okay, yeah. That sounds. Oh yeah, but you got what so you got lost weird. in for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the whole premise is you start off with a starter deck, and you, you go through like a dungeon. You pick like what node to go through next. Like there's little icons to represent. This is a monster. This is you know an encounter or something. This is a resting point, and you know after each battle you get like new cards to add to your deck can actually pass on adding cards to the, your deck if there's nothing to your liking. There's places where you can upgrade cards or ditch cards from your deck. It's pretty sweet. And obviously, for anyone that's listened to this show, it's kind of exactly up my alley. So, yeah, I kind of ignored it for a while for no good reason, and I finally gave it a try on Switch and was instantly hooked. So there you go. Uh, I've also obviously been playing lots of Pokemon, which is still awesome, and making some progress in Alliance Alive, trying to finish that up so I can actually write a review, which uh, will be good, obviously, since <laughs> I uh, take every opportunity to praise the damn thing, and hopefully <laughs> people are actually buying it. Nice to dream. Yeah, it's nice to dream. Uh, yeah. Slave Spire. It's good stuff. Alright, there we go. Let's there's, go there's cards, downloading. Just as, you, just as you always dreamed of. Cards and roguelikes? I swear, it's... Did I... Did I like, oh my. Did I, I like, blackout for... Did I just swear? No, you just no. swears. Oh, okay. Uh... Anyway, I was going to say, did I black out for a year and make this game or something? Because it's, it's like exactly the sort of game that I would that I would want, so I don't know. It's great. Sometimes games are just made for you. No! What? What's up? Uh, one of my mutant's abilities, he, he, had, uh, he had flame. Oh no, just mutated. Yeah, and it just changed to foresight, which is garbage. Uh, um, in this in this game, does it will any ability possibly change, or is it only the last one? I think it's anyone. Yeah, that's one of the better things that they changed for the second game. It's only the last one in the set for the yeah. other game for the second game. <sighs> Terrible. Anyway, uh, anybody else been playing anything cool? Uh, I've been playing things, but they aren't RPGs, and therefore not terribly interesting to the audience. <laughs> Sometimes they are. <laughs> Listen, no one here wants to talk about me playing and reevaluating old Capcom games like uh, Resident Evil and Onimusha. Probably true. Uh, what else have I played recently? Uh, did I, I talked about Star Wars last week, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't really need to dig into that too much more. Um, someone did tell me that uh, Code Vein, that like anime Dark Souls, is really good, so I may have to check that out at some point. 
Yeah, that does seem like... Uh, well, I'm surprised that you didn't realize that's what it was. I knew what it was. It just... I was kind of iffy on it. But now you're willing to trust and love again. <laughs> well, I think after, you know, failing Dark Souls 3 some more and playing Jedi Fallen Order, which is kind of a lighter roguelike, I might appreciate, like, a... Jedi Fallen Order is easier. not a <laughs> Not a what? Not a roguelike. I'm sorry, I meant to say Dark Souls-like or whatever. Dark-like. Dark-like, there you go. Let's coin dark that Dark light, dark bright. Earth dark, I see tonight. Are you sure that's not dork? Okay. No, not the first dork I see tonight. I'm always, I'm always the first dork I see tonight. <laughs> as long uh, as you have a mirror, yes. Listen, I don't see a lot of people. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I've just. I don't know. I played some Pokemon. I'm on Gym Four, taking it slow. Catch him. Oh, I think I'm on Gym Five or Six. I'm kind of in the same general area. I've kind of like settled on what I'll probably be using. There are a few that might swing in and out of my party, but I'm currently looking at a Galarian Meowth because hell yeah. It's yeah. It's red. I have to Technically say. a Berserker at this point, but yeah. yes. Uh, I love him. He's a horrible trash monster. Are you already? <laughs> are you already past the fairy gym? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Oh, Wait, are go. you playing on Sword or Shield? Uh, shield. Okay, okay. Then we have the same gems. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, it's... they actually have different gems for the different some versions. Of the, some of the gems are different in yeah. each version. Cool, cool. That, that, that was something I always had in mind when I was like like 13 years ago and, and I was imagining how I would make a Pokemon game and that was one of the things was to have different gyms for different versions. Yeah, they've been kind of flirting with the mechanic for a while. They had uh, Gen 5 had a gym that had a different leader but the same type. Uh, but yeah, with, with Sword and Shield, which version you get, like some of the gyms will be the same and some of them will be different. Hmm. Well, I remember the idea I had was that in that particular region there are 12 gems and mm. a brewing... Too many eight. <laughs> no, and a brewing um, civil war Ooh. in the making where four of the gems had aligned themselves with one side of the political debate and four had aligned themselves with the other side and four were like, we're just sitting this out. And so depending on which version of the game you got, that... Kind of um, is like um, like uh, Ruby and Sapphire, where one side was basically helping you and the other side wasn't. That's fair. That's an interesting expansion on that concept. Yep. Let's see. But, uh, and so basically, um, you had to take out the opposing side's gems. Mm-hmm. And then in the post game, you could take you could challenge your own. So. Probably but not destroying. Yeah. But, uh, it also had things like um, similar to what happened with Sun and Moon with non-battle challenges. Oh, yeah. That's, so, uh, like, that's continued into uh, Sword and Shield as well. There are some... Yeah. Before and, you reach the gym leader, you have to do weird challenges. <laughs> and also, just for fun, 
non-type-themed gyms. Mm. Where each of the gyms had a theme, it was just not necessarily tied to a specific type. That's a neat So, idea. like, this one region's gym was all about farming and agriculture. And the various things that you had to do to get into the gym leader's favor were all based around this, including um, defending the the combi hives from basically honey badgers. <laughs> and um, help, like, kept, um, making sure that you had a compatible Pokemon to help with plowing and things like that. And then finally, for this part of the plot line, um, going after some would-be environmental terrorists who had kidnapped all of your little plant guy, of the little plant guys to try and set them free, not realizing that these were fire-grass combo types, and if you took the Everstones off of them, then they might evolve into something that was a, like a giant tree on fire. So the last part of this challenge involved a forest fire and trying to, rec- <laughs> and trying to um, rescue these Greenpeace-like idiots from themselves. R.I.P. Nice. Yeah. Just random stuff like that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, what was, okay, I was trying to remember what I was using for my uh, Pokemon. Time to go back and remember what uh, remember what some of the species names are. I have a Berserker. That's, that's important. Uh, yes. I caught an Eevee fairly early and turned it into a Vaporeon, which is an Eevee type I have never used before. Really? Cool. Yeah. Huh. I was always yeah. a Jolteon, man. Uh. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. I found the pre-evolution to Flygon, which is also one that I like but have never used. Oh, they got the little snapper dude. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Trap Inch. Yeah, he's fairly early on, so you can get a hold of him. And yeah, you know, I'd like the ground dragon typing. It's an interesting type. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, oh, what else is milling around in my party? Let me just open this up and look. Uh-huh. I've been using a Garboder, who is a wonderful trash uh-huh. man, <laughs> an absolute nightmare creature. Uh, let's see. I'm intending to get a Galar. Uh, oh, what? I was going to say, do you have the the British gentleman um, coughing and wheezing? Only the wheezing is a proper gentleman. That's the one that has a top hat. But I have a coughing. I have not got a wheezing yet. But I haven't been using coughing. My uh, next weird Galarian one I want is because it's a fun typing. I'm trying... I'm trying to reach a point where I can catch a Galarian Ponyta, because the Galarian Rapidash is a psychic fairy type, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You, uh, if... So you haven't gotten to the fairy gym yet, you said? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's right before there that you get that. Yeah, yeah, I was I'm told it's around gym five. Yeah. The other ones that I, the other Galarian form that I'm really enchanted by is Corsola. Uh, which is, is that the evolved form of Corsola from? Yep. From Gold they gave Silver? it an evolution. Oh, the horrifying well, evolution. <laughs> yeah. So basically, <laughs> Corsola is very sad, in Galar, because like the entire thing is like all the reefs are dead, and so all the Corsola are ghost type, <laughs> and they can evolve into Corsola, which is. 
a fairly like a you know Corsola was not an impressive stat wise Pokemon, but Corsola kind of makes up for it with a 145 base special attack. So. That's like near legendary. Yeah, like it's a it's a number that you usually see like floating around legendaries and mega evolutions. So. All right, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, that one's also shield exclusive, so I'm interested in that, and I don't have a ghost type. I am, like, also, uh, I might raise, although I doubt I'll end up using a Dragapult, which is the, like, that, you know, there's always one, like, Hydreigon or Dragonite or Tyranitar. Uh, Dragapult is this one, and this one is Dragon Ghost. Mm-hmm. Kind of an interesting, uh, never been done typing, so... I always like Giratina. Oh yeah, Giratina. But Giratina is legendary. I don't count those. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, different random thing from my imagined Pokemon game of 13 years ago. <laughs> I came up with some fossil types, Ooh. and one of them was from what was called a jumbled fossil because it was basically a bunch of stuff got, that got mashed together tectonically. Yeah. So when they tried to process it to make a Pokemon, you ended up with something called the Jigsaw. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to destroy you, but they have taken your idea. <laughs> cool. It doesn't have that name, but like the first like scientist you made, they're like, yeah, all these all these fossils are weird and kind of modular, and I can just kind of mash them together, <laughs> and like the things that come out of them are nightmares. Oh, oh you're, you're talking about real life and not Pokemon. No, no, I mean Pokemon. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, like, you'll meet one that's just like, yeah, this is weird. They're, like, modular. I can just sort of smash them together. I don't quite understand how they work. <laughs> and you can... The fossil Pokemon in Galar are, by consequence, weird creatures that don't look like they're put together properly. <laughs> Yay! Okay. It, it's really fun to see how many different things I've predicted for the series since 2005. That have now finally come to fruition. <laughs> Granted, I thought, I thought it would be light type Pokemon, not fairy type, but hey, it still happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, but yeah, that that was, that was, um, the version I imagined with Jigsaw was supposed to be a rock ghost Pokemon originally, and then it would evolve to Dragon Ghost. Hmm. And then the opposite one was, uh, basically a psychic fern. That was huh. fun. An and, then thir- and then the third one, which I'm sure has not been Put into an actual Pokemon game yet is um is like um since like the first Pokemon game had a third fossil type with um Terra um so this one had one called Protiba which is again what happens when you put basically a fossilized um a fossilized uh, bacterial mat through mm-hmm. the uh, regenerator and it was it was basically um a human-sized amoeba. Hmm. And its shtick was that every four levels, it would randomly learn one attack or ability from something else in your party. Huh. And its stat growth would be based upon its actual attacks. Hmm. So if it had defensive-type atta- uh, abilities, then it would gain defense like crazy. So. Hmm. And then, uh, of course, once it started running out of room, you could choose which ones to remove, so you could curate a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I'm looking at the horrifying combination Pokemon that you can make out of this, and one of them is an electric ice type. <laughs> oh, cool. Weird. Arctizolt. But yeah, he I don't just... think I had. A, don't think I ever had an electric ice type. Um, imagine I had a poison ice type. Hmm. Frostbit. It's a nice idea. Yeah, um, Frostbit. It was. Like, I think it came that visually, it kind of looked like a cross between a daddy long legs and a vampire bat. <laughs> with the the uh, with the the legs actually kind of um, having webbing between them to make it look more like a bat's wings, and then it would come down and look kind of like a vampire cloak. Hmm. So it was like it was Frostbit. I can't remember. They had I gave it a male and a female evolution. The female evolution was called Jade Ice, named after the White Witch from Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. And what was the? I can't remember what the male version was. I got it somewhere. So I had most of these on Facebook. It was fun. And then I had an electric poison one called Platypulse. It was a, it was a platypus. Nice. Yeah. I mean, those are poisonous. Paralytic poison, in fact. Yeah, yes. you really don't want to mess with that. Yeah, because you'll be feeling that for months or years or forever. Yeah, you really don't feel it ever. That's your best bet. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the effects of the poison don't seem to wear off. Yeah. Like I said, don't feel it ever. That's your best bet. Yeah. Oh, here we go. And, yeah, there, there's this folder on Facebook, and the, the cover picture is Keyweld. Oh, some of these are fun. Nice. Yeah, ghost steel type, fire steel or fire water type. Mm. An alternative Mr. Mime evolution. <laughs> I think I showed you guys this one last week. Oh yeah, yeah. you did. Oh god, mimes. Yeah. Um a couple of fire dancers that look a lot like the Alolan Gata Gata, now that I think of it. Sort of. There we go. Electric fighting and electric psychic. Pulse. Normal poison. Yeah. I just had a lot of these. These were fun. (laughs) I've got a lot more that I never added into this folder. Always a fun exercise. Yeah. No, I mean, I used to just come up with these randomly for students as a homework um, reward. Mm-hmm. Should probably hit these. Uh, hit this last question. We um, have another question. We did one from Kroll that was uh, in the uh, one the last. Uh, 140 question that we got after the episode was recorded. Uh, what are your favorite RPGs from the 80s? Would you still recommend playing any of them today? I'm trying to remember which ones uh, were made before 1990. Yeah, uh, the cutoff is basically like Dragon Quest 4, I think. No, Dragon Quest 4. I think 4 that's 1990. Or... Yeah. Let's see. Well, okay. Hey, what do you know? Google's yeah. helpful here. It's so we've got Bard's Tale, 
Wizardry, Ultima, Pool of Radiance, uh, Wasteland, Rogue, Dungeon Master, Might and Magic. All of these are important. I don't think I can fully recommend any of them. (laughs) No, I'm just naming series in a few cases. Because, I mean, like Wizardry, we've got up to, like, number four or five. Um, Xanadu, Wizard's Crown, Ultima 5 is 88. The Black Onyx, I've only heard of that one. East 1 and 2. Those are still probably worth playing. Although probably not, you would probably prefer to play a version that wasn't released in the 80s. (laughs) Yes. Questron, never heard of that one. Tower of Druaga, I have heard of that one, and they actually remade it at some point. Oh, they've remade and made sequels. Druaga's actually really important. It's also just hateful. Yeah. Let's see. Starflight, I actually did play that one. It was a 1986 game. I didn't understand what I was doing, but I played it. Curse of the Azure Bonds is 80... In Japan... P-H-A-N-T-A-S-I-E-3, which I, I guess realized, is German. I just realized something worthwhile, which is... In Japan... Eastbook 1 and 2 for the Turbo CD just barely squeaks into the 80s as a December 21st, 1989 video game. Wow. Cool. So, Eastbook so, 1 yeah, and 2, well, there's one. <laughs> let's see. Fairy Tale Adventure, NetHack and Battletech, Dragon Slayer. Final Fantasy was 87. Yeah. Dragon Storm, Fantasy Storm. A lot of these I've never heard of before. Telengar, yeah, Tunnels of Doom, Dungeons of Daggerath, Mandragore, um, Dragon Mandra- Buster. That one's very Japanese looking. Dragon Quest 3 was 88, so that yep. must be the last one for. Okay, let's go with Dragon Quest 3. That one's definitely worth recommending. Uh... Just because, I mean. I mean, yeah, even the remakes didn't really do much to change it. They just made the graphics look nicer. Or sometimes worse, depending upon uh, what they were doing to aspect ratios, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm referring to the Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah, so that, one, that one's really nice looking. Yeah, so, I mean, but, I mean, the remakes just basically made it look nicer. They didn't do anything to the basic game. Yeah, I think uh, if it's anything like the one and two remakes, it might have sped them up a little bit by like making the experience yep. cards a little faster. But I mean, it yep. really is a very minor change, and and probably added in the the Sugoroku board game mini game. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, okay, I would definitely recommend Dragon Warrior three the most because it's the one that's most likely to still be playable. Yeah, Dragon Quest three is still totally a playable and good game. Uh, and I mean, I'm not even talking about in the physically pop capable of playing it, since I'm just talking about being able to play it and not wanting to claw your eyes out. Yeah, because like there's there's a lot of these that I'm like thinking about them, and it's like I I play them and enjoy them in modern times. I don't know how common that thought process is as I stare at Fantasy Star One and Two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've played maybe four or five games off this list. Um, okay, maybe a few more than that because of all the Dragon Quests. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried some of the old AD&D computer games, and I just couldn't play oh, them. those are hateful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Bill I, has I nice things to say about some Couldn't do it. I managed to um, find a thousand different ways to get myself in trouble in Wasteland, but I don't think I ever finished it. Let's uh, see. There was a... What's the other, like... 
But yeah, I feel like the best recommendations would probably be uh, Dragon Quest 3 and Eastbook 1 and 2. Yep. Eastbook 1 and 2 the... even still has decent English voice acting somehow. <laughs> Out of a very limited number of choices. Yeah, like otherwise, you, like especially the PC ones, they tend to be so ambitious as to like really run into trouble with being playable. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe ask Phil if he wants some PC recommendations. <laughs> I think I saw. I think I saw him playing like Curse of the Azure Bond or something at one point. <laughs> Did that ever get remade? Uh, maybe? It didn't look like he was playing a remake, I'll put it that way. Yeah. See, that's an, I, remember, yeah. I remember reading the novel, Curse of the Azure Bonds. Yeah. And the sequels, too. And yeah, that one's just in just in the confines, so... Uh, but yeah, like that's an SSI gold box game. Uh, just... Yeah, I don't think any which of us would it's be... One of the few that, which means it's also one of the few that are actually that you can actually get. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, isn't that on GOG? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Well, the Radiance, uh, I think all of those, the SSI gold boxes are on GOG. Uh, Most of the others on this list are not. Yeah, I think you can get Might, Might and Magic still. Wizardry, you can Net get. Hat. Net oh, hack Net... you can still get. <laughs> oh, yes, NetHack you can still, you can still get, get for free. Yes, Rogue and NetHack. Uh, sure, okay, very... Almost the same thing. There is someone somewhere who, if they heard you say that, would like be out for your blood. But also, I would kind of agree. Yeah, but it's, it's like same game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's splitting hairs for those two. Just because yeah. NetHack is supposed to be like rogue improved. Yeah. Behold, hack! Now it is networked. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I can't play ASCII roguelikes. I can't play regular roguelikes, but I really can't play ASCII roguelikes. Let's all talk about the Berlin interpretation. Yeah. We won't. <laughs> Let's see, Talengard was an ASCII roguelike. No, it was not. It was... Maybe it was? Hard to... Okay. Got two different sorts of screenshots here. Okay. It's possible that there's a graphical uh, hack over it. Like a lot of these eventually got like graphical tile sets that you could use in place of the ASCII. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving well different things. So wheels, did you see the um, saga fashion line post on Twitter? I did not. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I. Let's see, I'll just check out my Twitter profile and well, you know what? Go I, think, I think I saw it and then I forgot to actually look at it. Okay, that's weird. I can't find it now. That's weird because I've got Pocky Day and then I've got the uh, Pokemon themed manholes. Weird. Let's see anything here. Okay, so yeah, they Square is releasing a limited series of watches, wallets, bags, and other accessories with Saga theming. Nice. Man, I'd kill someone for a Saga wallet. 
I, I honestly don't even care what's in the wallet. <laughs> you know what? I'll just, oh, I'll just I mean, take yeah. the wallet and That's leave not behind the point. Yeah. Here's a different one from what I found, but yeah. So yeah, it's got, it's got watches with characters on it. It's got um, printed leather stuff. It's got lots of interesting things. And this particular website includes a... It would like you to know that it uh, can be shipped overseas. <laughs> yep. It's also got a graphic of a, of a fashion store with various characters from Romancing Sagas 2 and 3 shopping there. Hmm. Yeah, I really like that graphic. This wallet's actually really nice. Yeah. Now to the altar of revival. Yeah. Available for international shipping. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the watch has the battle against Soderine on it. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely must not make irresponsible purchases. The ice sword is mine at last. Wrench it out of his grip. <laughs> it's actually on the back of the watch. <laughs> great. In English. Also, also great. a $200 watch. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like all of these are pretty spendy. This wallet is $118. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, if you go to a, a nice store in Japan, this is actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I these mean, look like they're well-crafted objects rather than cheap tchotchke shit, so I mean... No, I mean, I, I just replaced my wallet month ago I got a hundred dollar watch from and at the store they also had Jojo themed watches for over 300 oh, yeah. again very nice watches but seriously okay eh, it depends upon which Jojo's on it uh, multiple um, yeah I'm sure. I really didn't take notes but... I'll pay extra if Jorno's not on it that's maybe <laughs> I mean, you basically had your choice I'm but sure. like they were all over three mon. Uh, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, Wheels, are you still playing this video game? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. So. Uh, Otherwise, let's see. Yeah, I need to get Christmas presents and cards out sometime this week, hopefully. <laughs> so, no. Wheels, you haven't changed your home address in the last ten years, have you? <laughs> uh, not since the last time you sent me something. Yeah. Good. Then that then the address in my notebook is still accurate. Putting your address incorrectly is always uh, is always afraid I'm going to screw it up because the last time I went to the post office, uh, it was very clear the person at the desk had never seen an address to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it going in the right direction, and the Japanese post office is more competent than yeah. you are, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Romancing Saga Two wallet has um, Battle Formation Imperial Cross on it. Nice. Yeah. 
You know, I with am. a party that is not actually possible. Listen, it's the party of your dreams. I do need yes, a new it wallet. Yes, it is. Yeah. You need a hundred and eighteen dollars. Need a new wallet? No, never mind. Before well, shipping. Well, the, the Romancing Saga to watch has the seven heroes on it. Oh, excuse me. The uh, I'm looking at uh, the Romancing Saga to. Uh, oh man, these are really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and the Romancing Saga 2 watch has a light bulb on the back. Nice. Oh. And the bags uh, are good. The, in, the inner lining of the Romancing Saga 2 bag has a copy of the world map with the locations of different um, he- heroes on it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of ridiculous. What else in here? We're mincing Saga 3. Yep, again. Cool, cool. The watch has five heroes facing off against an opening abyss gate. The heroes being Thomas, Ellen, Harid, Boston the Lobster Man, and the Fairy. Nice. A new lobster. And I'm amazed I actually remember the names of these characters properly. Without checking. Okay. (laughs) Oh, hey, there is a... Oh, sorry, it was Yulian, not Thomas, but okay, close. There's a new question in the general chat room. I don't know if any of us saw. Oh, I Oh, really? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, F- Fate of Norns is asking if, well, not uh, if you get punished for grinding in Scarlet Grace. Is that a thing? Uh, they're probably uh, thinking about the battle rank system that other games in the franchise have. Yeah, um, that's part of what I was talking about with the mid-game hump in difficulty, where no matter what you do, you the enemies are going to be gaining battle rank faster than you can gain level or gain stats. Mm. However, there is a point of decreasing returns for the enemies ranking and you can power through that by specifically choosing to go up against a lot of minor battles. And you will probably have to at least a few times. So, um, so yeah, um, a lot of the bosses are actually kind of set. So you won't find yourself being punished too badly against bosses. It just, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I, I know I had to quit one playthrough because I got trapped on an island with a different maiden character's major battle <laughs> sequence invoked. Oh. And not able to uh, beat this battle sequence and not being able to pay the price to get back off the island. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe be careful. The, the Great Keep Phoenix battle is difficult for non-standard reasons. Maybe keep so. some extra saves just in case. <laughs> oh, I mean, this, this goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just remembered this that I had this in my package, my pack from visiting a friend. So, 
That was fun. Final Fantasy USA Mystic Quest Hero badge. So it's good to see Benjamin. I didn't realize his name was Zash in Japanese. Yeah. Because I've never played this game in Japanese. You'll never know <laughs> about the USA version of Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, I, I beat it three times in, in a USA. I just never knew what the names were in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I now someone has to play Mystic Quest Legend and see if anyone messed with that uh, localization in any fashion. Mystic no. Quest what? In, in Europe, they did not release it as Final Fantasy. Oh, Mystic yeah. That, they released it as Mystic Quest Legend. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, since that would require me having a PAL TV. No. Think of the possibilities. No. There aren't many. <laughs> None that would, be, uh, none that I couldn't just do better with a different thing in Japan. True, oh. true. But yeah, no, I just. I, I just mean, the only that. plus would possibly be able to play Terranigma, but hey, I played that on my computer twenty years ago. Uh, time to play it again. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even if you do play it on your computer, probably time to play it again. Uh, hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, and it's... and then I went and bought it in Japanese and beat it then too. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? I kind of got lost. Force the uh, punished for grinding in Scarlet Grace. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not equipped to answer yeah. that. So. No, but it's a game that really considers combat to be its own reward, so you just get rewarded more. That's always good. Yeah. It, there's nothing insane like Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> no. That one really directly um, bumped you. Yeah. Was it um, good times? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, one of the better things with the Saga games and this one in particular is that it's not necessarily the attack power of the weapon that's important a lot of the time, a lot of it's your skill level. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could put a really powerful sword on somebody with like zero skill levels in it and they won't be hitting much, but they will probably be gaining at least, um, they will be gaining a skill level in it pretty much every battle for a while and learning new techniques and they will get stronger really fast. As long, I mean, hopefully they've got the proper stat block to back it up, whatever you're putting on them. Mm -hmm. so, since I don't remember exactly which stats correspond to which weapons offhand. And in a couple of cases, I just put weapons on a character that really couldn't use it well because I wanted to learn a specific technique for a role. So. Yeah. So, it seems you get punished for grinding, which is a big no for me. Yeah, this is... Saga is not a series that necessarily punishes you for grinding. It's one that recognizes that, hey, everything gets a little stronger sometimes, but eventually you'll be the strongest mofo there. And that's yes. fun, too. That's part of why we play RPGs. Yeah. So, it... I mean, generally, the Saga games are an example of how to do this kind of thing right. So, 
Even Unlimited Saga was pretty good about that balance. It was just the everything else that was uh, questionable. It was, it was user interface issues. Yeah, basically. It doesn't explain itself well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So, anything, anything else? Well, I think we're pretty much out. I blame, the, I don't know, probably wheels. His fault. That's fair. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's I mean, not his fair. His responsibility is to put the thing up. Um, <laughs> you I should have done it right before. But um, also, I noticed that Pause was also a little uncertain here. I was like, Pause, if you've played any any of the Romancing Saga games, you will know pretty much how this is going to go. <laughs> so, I mean, when, when I wrote that impression for the game six months ago, it was not for people who know what the series is like. It's for people who need a fair warning because they're about to find out what the series is like. <sighs> so. Okay. Hello? Hello. Oh. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just remember, guys, when you're too quiet, I think I've just lost connection. That's right. I always forget. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Wow. It was like, okay, June 30th. So July, August, September, October, November. It was five months ago. Last oh, week, wow. or last Saturday. <sighs> but yeah. yeah, I think that kind of taps us out on useful advice we can give. But next week, we'll all be able to talk about Scarlet Grace. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm right just looking way. at some of the phrasing on this impression again. It's like, yeah. Rather, the following serves as fair warning because no one should ever go into a saga game without some of a, some idea of what it will be like. <laughs> that's, that's true. You should at least have an idea of what you're getting into. You should then plow ahead anyway. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise... Uh, We'll try to get questions whether they show up in 141 or 142's comment section. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I promise I'll put this next next one up quicker, maybe. Probably. Well, this time I'll remember to actually like prod at you to ask whether it's gone up or not. I was oh, on vacation. <laughs> it was kind of my fault yeah, because I did prod you a bit. I should have helped. Uh, Listen, I may have just been like, yeah, I'm totally on that. And then you would ask a few days later, hey, where's the episode? And I would have been like, um, oh. uh, no, oh, one, one last thing to remember. <laughs> what? Okay, guys, one last thing to remember for Scarlet Grace. Yes. Um, different weapons of the same type can have different learning sets. That's important. That's very yeah. important. How, however,. The game will show you how many skills are available for it. It won't necessarily show you what they are unless somebody else in your party has it. Mm. But you can you can um, check back, and it's possible to get extras of different weapons at times, so you don't have to worry too much. So, mm-hmm. however, a lot of times, um, like an upgrade, mm-hmm. will directly upgrade a weapon. 
So sometimes you just have to think about it a, a bit before you do it. Um, but a lot of weapons share much of the same thing, and the most common weapons to just pick up from battles are the basics. So it's possible to start over again. Yeah. And um, I think there are exactly two staves that have physical uh, um, attack skills tied to them. And they are incredibly difficult to learn. So, but stabs are for magic users anyway. So. Okay. Oh, I just, this is dumb, but it's also something that I want <laughs> wanted to bring up because I thought mm -hmm. it was very funny and it's just a Pokemon thing. Mm -hmm. So, Wheels, did you pick up the Gigantamax version of your Let's Go starter? I did. Did you see, uh, which were you, Pikachu or Eevee? Eevee. Did you see its uh, very good uh, Pokedex description for the Gigantamax version? I have not. Let me see if oh, I can what? find that. Just trying to find the actual Pokedex entry. Okay. Uh, having gotten even friendlier and more innocent, Eevee tries to play with anyone around, only to end up crushing them with its immense body. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that like the Pokedex feels the need to clarify no no getting gigantic somehow made it friendlier it was already very friendly but it is now somehow friendlier Gigantamax energy upped the fluffiness of the fur around Eevee's neck the fur will envelop a flo foe uh, capturing its body and captivating its mind <laughs> Uh, I don't care. I just want the corgi. Oh yeah, Yamper. Yamper is good. Yep. Or as my students know him, Juan Pachi. Juan Pachi. Yes. Okay. I was almost disappointed to realize that he does actually evolve into something else. Yeah, into more of a sort of terrier looking. Not really terrier, but like a very different looking Ow. dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Parusuan. But yeah, Yamper is much more charming. Might just grab an Everstone and have him hold that. <laughs> <laughs> this gluttonous Pokemon only only assists people with their work because it wants treats. <laughs> As it runs, it crackles with energy. Yeah. Uh, questions, usual places. We will try to get anything in 141 or 142. And as note, as has been noted this time, we will totally get uh, things that show up in the Discord. So if you're worried that we'll forget, well, put them in there the night we record. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you're Wondering about romancing, or it's not sorry, romancing um, Saga Scarlet Grace. Just uh, click on the game title, scroll down a little bit, and you will find the impression from the end of last June, and it might give you some idea of whether or not you will like it. But it's twenty percent off now, so decide whether you'll like it quickly. <laughs> Get it while the getting is good. And once you realize that you will, go and buy. And then you know, trick other people into buying it. I'll have to, I'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and then everyone will play Saga. Um, yeah, the yeah the next game in the series is going to be Pyramid Saga. 
I would play that. And make that the, uh, the episode title wheels. Pyramid Saga, done. It's really more of an inverted funnel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also a pyramid scheme. Let's see, is this available for... It's not available on Steam. Okay. It's going to be on Steam. Okay. Also your iOS or Google device. Yeah, it will be available on everything. Tragically, the the Vita version is not the Ambition version, and we don't get that version. So, sorry, Vita fans. Sorry, they got Romancing yeah. Saga 3. Hey, I already have the Vita version, so... Yeah, no, it's just it's just tragic to me for, like, the Vita holdouts in the U.S. that, like, not only are they not getting the Ambitions re-release that updates a fair bit of the game, apparently, but they're also not getting the vanilla release. It's coming to everything else. It will soon be available for smart fridges. Um, I'll, I'll probably pick up the Steam version eventually. Good idea. Or, or pick up uh, the Switch version, Switch version if you manage to get hold of Switch. that. Yeah. Gotta, gotta play those new Pokemon now they got your ideas. Your I mean, they've had my ideas for a while now. I mean, I had a water type starter that looked a lot like the like Tepig line from Black and White. Listen, mix and except match I, your... Except I named my final evolution Sporkatus. <laughs> mix and match your own absolutely horrifying uh, fossil Pokemon. <laughs> but yeah. Otherwise... I, mean, I, also, is... had a, I also had a Schwabti-based Pokemon that, got, that looked very similar to the Egyptian sarcophagus guy from Black and White. Oh, uh... Probably like Confrigus, I think. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Except it was a since it was based on a Schwabti, you know, the little, yeah. the little uh, play dolls that were supposed to be stand-ins for the owner. Mm-hmm. So this thing would copy the player's face. Hmm. <laughs> or um, the idea being that you could, um, you could, um, like personalize the main character's face in the game, and then this Pokemon would copy that face for itself when caught mm. yeah. <laughs> I'm no, concerned it's, but. it's fine that's not horrifying at all it's yeah. fine Everything and then if you fine. traded it it would still have that face uh, except, really concerned except by for that. the shiny versions the shiny versions would have well um, you know the expression your mother says your face will stick that way the shiny versions have that face Ugh. Well, I want no more information or I'll die. Uh, <laughs> die from jealousy or die from embarrassment? Deep concern, really. Uh, <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be the first one. Okay. Fair, Deep fair. Concern. <laughs> but yeah. Well, uh, but otherwise, uh, questions in the usual places and see you, Space Cowboys. <laughs>